0: Hold it. Ah. Yeah, a little bit longer, man. <laughs> ah. <Very cut. laughs> not, not, too bad, not too bad. What's going on? My other brother, my other summer samurai brother, David in the house, Viking Samurai, is back in the movie dojo to hang out with all the badasses that's watching right now. How you doing, brother? Did you work out today?
1: Oh yeah, I just got back, man. Great workout.
0: Yeah Boy, what, what, because we you had the show
1: what? live, because we had the show live at uh, you know, nine Eastern, I made sure I left to get to the gym earlier which I told you is what I wanted to do so I'm right on
0: schedule man <laughs> Oh nice nice hey yeah. hey That's it that's it that's nice We 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 love it when you're on schedule But I understand you know things happen you come you know you come late sometimes but you never you've been, you haven't been late so far We appreciate no, that No no
1: no two for two Uh by the way you were working out in your garage the last time we talked how's those workouts going
0: Yeah 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 I need to I need to amp it up a little bit I think I'm at that p- point where I can do a little bit more you oh, you always got add a some little bit ahead. more, you know, because it's like I get the good, you know, you pump the plump, right? You got, I got to see, see, Viking Samurai's got the chiseled Greek God, you know, physique, <laughs> right? In fact, Samurai guys got all the big fussle, right? So I'm working on hardening the fussle. I'll be good to go. But yeah, I need to do a little bit more. So I need let, eh, a little bit more get a little bit more sweat in but hey i started that's the point right yeah no, i started okay. Did a little bit of katas in there too that's right nice. that's why yeah. i'm telling him i'll call you up and be like yo I you know i need some help on some things you know
1: any tips you need man you got a kata going on on your shirt by the way looks like
0: oh yeah so yeah, who is this like some mine. some guy i don't know who the, you got you yeah, know who is? who is that is that
1: steven <laughs> <laughs> has he been working out finally yeah
0: <laughs> finally <laughs> you know some we were just talking about Steven Seagal the other day and we were just like dude out of all the movies he's made 5 billion movies with the word kill in it
1: yeah a lot you'd of
0: kill you would think he would have made under siege 8 by now you know like fuck it like he's doing a, at least a third one you think that would have happened but uh i hope away. so
1: man there's still like hope i heard he's not doing any movies anymore though
0: oh the last one was uh that was it the last one he did I
1: mean that's what I heard, but who who knows? Who knows? Okay. I mean okay. I know he's busy like with his dojo in um, in Russia. So
0: oh well, maybe that's what he's doing right now. I mean he he doesn't he doesn't have to keep making movies. He can retire. It's fine. You yeah, know, we're, yeah. We're, we're, he's got we're, enough other stuff going on.
1: And like, yeah, face yeah. facts. These aren't it'd the be, best movies. It'd, it'd, <laughs> I know.
0: We got we love them first five and that's it, right? But uh, um,
1: maybe go up to eight or something. You know, <laughs>
0: we could be I'm generous. We could, right? We can we, we, we be generous, right? Yeah. Will, we, will we be generous today with Mr. Van Damme? Let's see. We'll find out. So yeah. let's get into it. Inferno, Desert Heat. Which title do you like better?
1: Uh, Well, I actually, neither. I like Coyote Moon, which was the original title.
0: Really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. And
1: I found out, by the way, like, so John G. Avildsen, you know, who directed Karate Kid, Rocky, a lot of good movies. Yeah. So he wanted to take his name off of Desert Heat because Van Damme re-edited it, and he didn't like how it turned out. Really? Yeah, but here's the really interesting thing. Okay. He said that this was the only movie, aside from Rocky, so the second movie that he's ever directed that, with test screening, got a standing ovation this movie. His cut. His cut. Not, <laughs> not the one we've all seen. What? Which we wouldn't even be doing the show if what? that were the case, you know?
0: <laughs> Wait a minute. Yeah. Desert Heat at some point got a standing ovation. Wow.
1: Yeah. And, again, this is a dude. What? You know, it's not like he's Albert Pion or anything. This is a guy that did Rocky, that did Karate Kid, which yeah. I'm surprised. That didn't get a standing ovation, by the way. But right. I kind of think the reason it didn't, maybe when they test screen that one, they had the original ending when they're in the parking lot and crease, you know, tries to punch Mr. Miyagi and breaks those windows. Right. So they they ended it there, you know, but if they ended it initially where it did end, like right when, you know, uh Daniel wins and and right, then Johnny's right, like, right. You're all right, man, you know, yeah. like I that would be a stunning ovation. And you get the Miyagi you get and the that, Miyagi, that get the Miyagi shot and it, but... you get the
0: Miyagi shot at the end. <laughs> such a yeah.
1: such a good, powerful
0: uh entry. By
1: can I even reply to any of these? dudes yeah, in the comments? Uh, so so
0: you see at the top right, it should be she should see private chat or comments. So click yeah, on see comments, comments, and you should be able to comment back once you once you see everybody's comments. On you should be able to write. Oh, uh, uh,
1: That's interesting.
0: Back. I wonder if I need do I need like an account or something? Because I see no. like a login and a sign up button. No, it should be like at the top where it says it should be like your top right. It should say you click on it and it should say private chat or comments. You should be able to you know if you want to send a private chat to me you click on that if you want to talk to the, the yeah team, that's
1: interesting because i could have swore i could have typed in there before but huh. I, I you know. know and i'm pretty tech savvy so i'm not like you know
0: yeah, <laughs> not yeah. A guy
1: that doesn't know how to do stuff no that's i don't weird. know it's man not maybe not it's a browser you. i've seen weird browser issues but anyway oh, all these guys are, you commenting, on Gu- I'm are you not on Gu- ignoring you guys i literally can't comment
0: in yeah. there are you at google chrome or
1: uh yeah that yeah, work. That's weird. Really? That's strange. I don't that know is why it's not working.
0: Well, keep trying. Okay. Well, but yeah. You, you if you want to answer anybody's questions, just just blurt it out. Be like, hey, what's up, Jake? Like, hey, what's sure, up? Sure. Whatever. Because they're saying what's going on to the to the Viking. That but is going back, a go, but yeah. Go ahead.
1: Going back, um, yeah, Coyote Moon. So, and wow. I wish there was like, you know, John G. Elvison passed away, I think, a few years ago, yeah. and I don't know if this work print's ever going to be released because probably not. has it has the like rocky five one director's cut ever been officially released do you know R-
0: rocky four is coming
1: no i know that with stallone but i'm talking yeah. about you know john g Elvison, who did obviously part one I, and then part I never five even, and... i never
0: even heard there was going to be a, a a rocky five extended cut i never even yeah it's coming. been really? around
1: for a few years but i don't what? know if there's
0: like an official release but huh is it better have you heard anything?
1: Uh, well, I mean, the soundtrack's probably better, you know, because <laughs> I, I don't think the hip hop aged too well from the 90s in that movie.
0: You know? Go for it. <laughs> do, 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 do. Yeah. Go for it. Yeah, it's like so everything sounds like CNC Music Factory, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, Pretty much. Do, do, do. But going um, back to your question. I didn't even know. Yeah, I did not know. This was. A, a, a Van Damme edit film. I did not know. It, that. Yeah, now
1: he now he knocked it out of the park with Bloodsport because apparently that was a train wreck before he edited it. That's and right. Hard Target was great. Hard Target was great, even though a lot of people um, do talk about. Again, another thing I don't think was officially released is John Woo's right. director's cut.
0: That's probably not going to happen either. But yeah. here's, the, here's the thing: I know, I know. You know, as much as I love Hard Target, it's it's amazing, but it's like. I know a lot of people, Van Dam did get some flack because it kind of seemed like he kind of took over the editing and kind of bumped Woo out. But here's the other thing I've heard. You probably heard this as well. I heard Woo couldn't even get into his own movie. <laughs> it's not like Van Dam did this. I heard that the editor was like, no, we're not letting you in here. Interesting. So it's like. It's not like Van, it's Van Damme's fault. I'm sure he, you know, I'm sure he overseed things. It was like, no, let's have more slow motion. <laughs> you know, let's do that. Right. <laughs> but, but I mean, I, I, I heard, I heard it wasn't just Van Damme. I heard Wu was locked out. So oh, that's I, that sounds like studio. And they stuff. had
1: like Sam Raimi there the whole time to kind of like oversee him to make yeah. sure like, you know, he was doing what I guess the studio wanted and. I guess shooting movies in Hong Kong was so different because he's like got all creative control. It's like yeah. what he says goes, you know. Yeah. And then in America, this big opportunity is just like I can't do yeah. anything, man.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's his, it was his debut, so he really, you know, they were like, "No, we're going to do things." You know, it was a it was a good experience for John. I was, I'm sure he was probably like, "All right, this is how it is over here," because he kept making movies for a while. Broken yeah, Arrow, did. Face did Off, you know? yeah, Face, Face Off was a big hit. So, yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah you know but but I did not know that's really fascinating I had no idea that this was an, <laughs> there's another cut out there and <laughs> desert heat chat those of you who are just arriving right now david just blew my mind apparently there was another cut of this the original cut from the director that got you know uh, screened and the audience gave this movie <laughs> a standing ovation wow now here, now here well, before we get into the nit of the grit here uh what are you drinking there
1: Oh, it's just water, water, man. Water?
0: Okay. Yeah. thought you had some whiskey in there. Nah, you now, what are you do you sing do? Sing the song with me. Cigarettes and whiskey <laughs> and wild, wild women will drive you crazy. They'll drive you insane. All right. Had to get that out? Yeah. I'm very proud of here, myself. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> so good. You're good. So I remember seeing this once, okay? I remember seeing this once.
1: And probably. a lot of people will say once is enough, but <laughs> anyway,
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> See, I've seen this movie once, probably around the time I guess it came out because I don't Same. think it, I don't yeah. think it went to theater out here. No, I in think fact, uh, um, straight to video. Right, That's it was I going it.
1: to actually because Sony, uh, it was under Sony TriStar, and they uh-huh. figured double team miss, knockoff miss, Universal Soldier their turn miss we're gonna put this straight
0: to video right 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 yeah right. it could have so, went right. to the theater though maybe in selected theaters It's <laughs> <Maybe>. possible <laughs> yeah maybe uh but um yeah i i'm pretty sure i just rented it and because you know i kind of saw a tv spot and uh i'll give you a little taste here chat uh don't forget the spoilers chat is it and you know how it goes and is it really that bad episodes so this is a little few seconds of the teaser spot right here Thank you. I love it. Yeah, so looks pretty action packed, right? Yeah, it does. <laughs> it does. Right. And uh, of course the long, you know, when you see the full trailer, there's way more action that they throw in there. So I was like, all right, this looks kinda cool when I you know when I went to go rent it. And then I rented it and I was like, wow. So that action's really spread out thin. And I was kinda this is yes. how I was at the time, nineteen ninety nine samurai. So this was me. I was in, a little bit more impatient then. You know, I was just like, come on. <laughs> we were fucking. young, man.
1: We were young yeah. back then. I was yeah. impatient,
0: too. I was like, where's the where's the kicking? And to be honest, till this day, I've just rewatched it today. To be honest, re-watched since, it yesterday. <laughs> since 1999 all the way up to today. That's funny. Literally, the only thing I remember from Desert Heat was the threesome.
1: <laughs> oh, interesting. Yeah, that was <laughs> uh, the memorable only- scene. You- <laughs>
0: Because it, you know yeah, it was no, hilarious. Yeah. Because it was hilarious. I'm glad yeah. IMDb
1: uh, TV still play that. I didn't know if they were going to edit it or not when I watched it, you know, with all the. Yeah, yeah. But um, the scene I remember, <laughs> uh, I mean, I do remember that one, but the one that stuck out to me most yeah.
0: mm-hmm. was like
1: the F 15 fighter jets. You know how they set those up, like when he's walking down the street and it's behind him? And he's like, you know, like all of a sudden, like, where'd that sound come from? Right. Well, so they right. set it up at the end when he's fighting that guy and he's the guy is literally going to kill him. Right. Yeah. And then he sees that jet coming and he's like, Oh, I'm going to time this.
0: perfect." Right.
1: So right when it catches that guy with the sound, he does that. Like, I think he, he kicks the gun out the dude's uh, yeah. arms. And then like, he does his beautiful jump spinning sidekick. Right. Right? And yeah. so we finally got some cool sumo right there. Cause he didn't do nearly yeah. as much. It's like, yeah. As like his other
0: movies, I, I enjoy. Uh, I enjoyed that. There's issues with that fight with the three though. The threesome was better, up. right? <laughs> <laughs> well, of course. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> it just made me laugh. I was like, that was so random. That's probably why I remember it so much because it's not like it showed a lot of nudity or anything. Yeah. It was just so out of nowhere, man. Which, <laughs> which, which is happens a lot in this movie. There's so many what the fuck out of nowhere moments that believe it or not kind of gave me some entertainment while watching it. So uh, this is not on the upper echelon of Van Damme films. Like, this is not the top ten or anything like that. However, me being ridiculously bored way back in 1999, I've matured since. So I have a lot of patience with movies now, especially with a lot of samurai flicks and westerns, a lot of slow burn horror I've matured now, so I give all movies a fair shake, right? No matter what genre they are. So I'm like, okay, let me watch this again. Let's let's give it a shot. So you know, it's it's funny you kind of mentioned the director of Karate Kid because this is kind of a Karate Kid reunion in a way. So we have the director, we got Pat Morita in here, and the score of the movies done by Bill Conti. No, that's funny, and <laughs> so I I'm actually like,
1: really like the score. Yeah, compared to
0: like you know stuff they do these days, but <laughs> yeah, it fits the film. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Bill Conti. I don't think that guy's did a horrible soundtrack yet. You know what I mean? He's always fun. That guy's really great and iconic. But yeah, it's like it's kind of a it's kind of a, a, a you know a Karate Kid reunion here. But we got Pat Morita here as Jubal Early. We got Danny Trejo as Johnny uh, Johnny and Gabriel Fitzpatrick as Rhonda Reynolds. So, we have her and we have uh, Jamie Presley in here. So, we got some eye candy for the fellas and probably some women too, which is fine. You know what's <laughs> funny? I she, was, my, she was my, in Jackie Chan's Mr. Nice Guy. Oh, is she? Gabrielle yeah. Fitzpatrick. Yeah, oh, I was like, why does she look so familiar? Interesting. Yeah. You know what's but, funny? Yeah. So,
1: I made my uh, wife watch this movie with me and she stayed. And she mm. stayed. And, and her quote on it kind of summarizes it pretty well. Mm. Uh, she said, This movie's just weird. Which it is,
0: yeah, it is, but yeah.
1: mildly entertaining.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it pretty yeah. much it up. Like this, my reaction throughout the movie—I'm watching it, and then a scene happens, and I'm like, "What the hell is that?" That was that was pretty <laughs> funny, though. Like, I mean, even Van Damme himself had a few moments of physical comedy that he was doing in here. I was like, "Whoa, where did this come from?" And then Pat Morita did physical comedy right after him. I was like, "This yeah. movie is bonkers." This movie's it's all weird though, but because the subject yeah.
1: matter is like a guy who's
0: basically going to commit suicide. Yeah. The beginning's dark. Yeah. Like the beginning in the music and the setting and and Van Damme's going for that Oscar. I'm like, dude, what what is you know, what is going on? So right in the beginning, you know, you got Van Dam drives his bike out in the middle of the desert, sits there drinking and, you know, pulling a Nicolas Cage from leaving Las Vegas, right? <laughs> yeah. And and you know, He's just like drinking himself to death, and then you think, you know, Danny Trey, who's Johnny shows up. You, you can tell they're buddies. There's a military reference, like you got, you won the, you won the medal, man. Don't worry about how many people you killed, you know. And Van Damme's like, <laughs> I, I killed too metal. many, I killed too many people, and na For some reason, they could have explored that a little bit more. Like we could have had a little bit of a few flashbacks of him in the war, something like that. Like why does he? Really want to end it or ask, get the permission, get the okay from Johnny. Well, it means to end it okay,
1: it. because I, I guess they did kind of clear that part up because uh, he saved Johnny's life. So, mm-hmm. you know, the Indian spiritual belief I mean, right. you're connected, you're, you're ba- your souls are connected for life. So, it's like, I think that's why he needs his okay to end his life,
0: right? Right, 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 right. But
1: it is a little confusing because.
0: Just a quick flashback would have been nice.
1: Yeah, why not? No, it's fine.
0: It's it, fine though.
1: You know, he just really couldn't assimilate back into civilian life. I guess, like Rambo. Right. But again, it's played like kind of almost like a comedy in a way, which is really weird.
0: Yeah. Later. You know? yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. Later. later it's like... Initially, initially, it like, kind of deep, and then it just gets like wacky and yeah. Cheeky, you know.
0: So he, so he's randomly shooting everywhere while he's working on winning that Oscar, and then <laughs> I guess some knuckleheads come up. He's like, "Hey, man, you almost shot our truck." you know they uh they beat him up they they shoot him they leave him they 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 think you know they leave him for dead but no the the, the youngest brother they t- they have him shoot but he couldn't do it right yeah exactly and then he just kind of shoots off on the side cuz he's like not really like them or whatever and then they leave they take his bike and then uh johnny uh picks him up and takes him back to his you know his house uh, kind of mends him, brings him back. They didn't really, did you, did you see where he got shot? It was kind of, I was like... Well, I did think he, take he got the like post-
1: shot in the shoulder or the arm. Okay. But, you know, what's it- kind of funny because Johnny talks about Van Damme's character, Eddie Lomax, uh, who sent him a postcard letting him know he's coming. Right. I brought you a gift. Mm-hmm. Now, when you get to Johnny's house, I'm pretty sure like the mailman doesn't deliver there. He's like literally in the middle of nowhere. I, I doubt there's a mailbox out there. You know? <laughs> like I don't know how he got that postcard. To be honest with you,
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was it was it's it it a little weird. But the, this whole movie is weird. <laughs> but yeah, I don't I don't hate it at all. Like I do not hate this. Is like this is a piece of trash. I don't. You know, it's it's just bizarre, but it's kind of fun. <laughs> Uh, yeah. in a bizarre way. But yeah, the beginning is dark here. Like, the beginning's like, oh man, what is going on? He wants to end his life. Like, what is happening right now? And then, you know, we have the knuckleheads They did their thing. So, you know, Trejo, instead of, you know, getting the bullet out of his shoulder, he just rubs Van Dam's feet and Van Dam's good to go. <laughs> nice little foot massage there. <laughs> <laughs> While singing the song, right? Singing the song. Right? And then... Uh, you know, Van Damme comes back too. They have a really good dialogue. They they worked well together. They like, did. They they were really good together in the film. Uh, and Trejo was was good. Trejo, I enjoyed him throughout this whole movie. Except there's one part of the movie where I was like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> I think you know what scene you're talking about. But when we get there, I was like, "What the fuck are you doing, Trejo?" <laughs> uh, but, but other than that, I I enjoyed uh, uh, him in the film. Uh, so when he comes back to, he's like, you know what? I still need your permission. I still, need, I still need your Okay. To go on this journey, you know? And so, you know, but I need my gun back because they took his gun and knuckleheads took his gun and he's like, I need, I need your bike. I need to go get your bike. That was supposed to be your gift. So he goes into town. Trey Hill tells him, Hey, stop by the uh, diner. There's some really good apple pie there. <laughs> Really good apple pie yeah. there. You know what I'm saying? Sure. You
1: know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> but it's interesting because at least initially he's got a purpose again, right? Yes. You know, I mean, revenge, vengeance is a great motive. Right. Um, if I was ever suicidal and that happened to me, I would think I would want to do what he did first. <laughs> you know, that's right. like that's a good motivation there. Yeah. I, I, you know, I, there's still something I need to do with my life. You know, take care of that and then uh, go from there. Right, 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 right. (laughs) But yeah, you're right. But here's the thing Mm -hmm. you really can't blame. I mean, the bad guys are jerks, right? Maybe not the young one because he didn't kill Van Damme, but. Brothers, you can't really blame him that much because if I was driving my truck out in the middle oh, of the yeah. desert and it yeah. shot like my windshield, I would be kind of pissed. I would, like, yeah, you know, do what that guy did. I wouldn't shoot him, yeah, well, yeah, it I would murder him. Confront him. Say, Dude, yeah, what the hell are you doing? Man?
0: Yeah, it's like, yeah. you can't murder the guy, he's drunk, just <laughs> knock him out and rob him or what. I mean, no, yeah, doing that. Samurai does not condone that, but uh, but yeah. They they were in the right at first. They just took it a, a step at, too first, far. Yeah. Um, um, but uh, what you call it? You have these weird, bizarre, funny things like characters. They're bizarre and weird, but you remember them. You know, like is. the like the religious couple. Like the knuckleheads come by their place to take their money, collect money. You know, and they take their money. And then the lady, <laughs> the lady, super religious. Now, you this you go. This is going against God. This is the reference money. What are you doing? <laughs> you ain't in church on Sundays, what's going on? Right, super religious. As soon as they take their money and walk out, she's like drinking. <laughs> she's all drinking. I was like, well, that was kind of funny. Uh, but um, so we have, that's right, Durant from the Dark Man movies. That's right, Dr. Dr. Giggles himself, Larry Drake, is the villain temporarily, he was the father of the Knuckleheads. And he is doing his little drug dealing aspect. Oh, that guy. That's right? right? I knew
1: I recognized him. <laughs> I knew I recognized him from somewhere.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's doing his thing, uh, doing a little drug dealing in, in the area. And uh, there's some funny dialogue with him later, which I'll get to. Uh, but yeah, let's see here. I'm just trying to catch up here. All right, so <laughs> he goes to the store. He goes to this store. And this this whole kind of town kind of has this shtick of hey come out here you might see ufos right yeah. they didn't like super advertise it but that's kind of a thing in their little town so you got this couple coming which in. works
1: later in the movie yeah so yeah. yeah and they finally
0: get some business right yeah. uh but you got these two assholes in there just just stealing credit cards just being dicks and van Dam shows up in there because his gun is in the <laughs> back and they're just like oh you know screw this man you know, we're not going to take any shit. And then they, they just pull out a gun. He's like, all right, fuck you. And then he ends up killing both of them, uh, which was a good scene. I enjoyed that scene. Because those yeah, those we had were, a
1: little Van Damme karate finally, you know. Yeah, I mean, it was pathetic to use when he was drunk. Yeah. and the guy, Yeah, threw a dagger. You know, he threw his kick and got knocked down. Yeah. But he, he's got the kicks back that He's not drunk.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah, point. he's sober yeah. now. Yeah. But, but and that was a good little action sequence. It was short, but it was short, short yeah, and short and Yeah, short but sweet. But then... <laughs> All of a sudden, out of nowhere, just the beginning of the bizarre, the bizarro world that we got going on here is uh, all of a sudden you hear uh, the character Uncle Eli is in the back. He's all like, "Help me!" And he's like strapped to a chair, and they have him locked to his ch- to a chair, not too far behind the counter, so yeah. like other people could kind of hear him yelling, "Like help!" I'm like, what is going on? And then Van Dam goes back there. He he rescues him. He's like, "Bring my tank." Bring my tank because he needs oxygen, right? And then all of a sudden, there's this big, big story, the little side plot story of it, like, my nephews came out to me and they needed a job. So I feel sorry for them. But then they took over the store and they locked me up in the back. And they yeah. told everybody that I've been in the hospital. And I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. This is a whole other movie we got it's going on here. Are, yeah. we, we got a whole other movie. What is happening right now? <laughs> But then, but then I'm like, what is happening? But then I'm laughing at the same time because it's see the guy's so quirky. The guy's like, yeah, I'm so yeah, good riddance. I'm glad they're dead. <laughs> and he, yeah, he's happy that his nephews were killed. Like he's all on Van Damme's <laughs> side. <laughs> so and then, and then he, he's like, anything you want, take this money, take the ammunition, take whatever you want for help me, you know, for freeing me. And then Van Damme's like, ah, no, just you know, I'm I'm looking for the Hogans. You know where the Hogans are, brother. And then he's all like, oh, you're going to kill the Hogans? Good! Kill them all! <laughs> <laughs> I'm like laughing hysterically over here. I'm like... He's like, just kill them all! Great! But like, dude, Uncle Eli went from what the fuck character... Okay, now no, he's in entertaining now. Which is a theme with a lot of yeah, these it's characters bizarre. To, By to the see. way,
1: um, did you know that <laughs> this is a remake of... Uh, what what is that Japanese movie Yo
0: Yo, Yo Jimbo? Jimbo. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it's so weird because yeah. tra- the bus driver dude even talks about that movie. You know, at the end of the movie, at the end, but mm-hmm.
0: um, yeah. he had a crush on uh, Jamie Presley, and he's all like, "Hey, Dottie, do you like samurai movies?" You know, Jamie that's Presley. How, that's, how by my, away, that's how I met my wife. I just went up to her and said, "Hey, do you like samurai movies?" Oh yeah,
1: I have that. Nice to are right. But speaking of Jamie Presley. Like I mentioned, I watched it with my wife last night. Yeah. And of all the women in the movie, Mm -hmm. uh, she thinks Jamie Presley is, like, the hottest one, you know? Well, And then she's like, so wait a minute. Van Dam has a threesome with these girls. He's (laughs) dating the blue-eyed girl, but he doesn't do anything with Jamie Presley? It doesn't make sense. I'm like, none of this movie makes sense.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's true, though. That was one of some of the complaints I've seen uh, from other people about this movie. They're like, Jamie Presley was in the movie for, like, eight minutes. Yeah. That's a crime. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe not that it really matters, but well, it matters. But I mean, like in the movie verse, you know, maybe, she, I don't know, maybe in real life she was too young compared to Van Damme it was kind of icky. Well, I mean, the, I don't know. What do you think?
1: You know, they usually, they usually do go a lot younger because Van Damme was like, what, 38 when he shot it. I could see him dating a 22 year old in a movie. Why not?
0: I guess so. <laughs> you know? yeah. Yeah. I'm surprised it didn't happen, but she uh, yeah she had eyes on the bus driver son. He likes samurai That's true. Members. That's true. There you go. <laughs> but yeah, I, throughout the film, I got that Yo Jimbo, aka a fistful of dollars, um, uh, vibe, especially when you have the lone the loner, lone gunman or the lone samurai, who's pitting two different villain factions against each other, right. To and conquer, man, like Trey Hunt yeah. so once, So you know, once that was happening in the movie, I'm like, oh, okay, they're doing like Yojimbo a little bit. And then at the end, he had the bus driver scene. I was like, ah, there you go. So yeah. it's really a Yojimbo. Uh, <laughs> if you uh, didn't know,
1: right. by the way, this is a movie we're
0: referencing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was like, come on. That's all right. This is kind of funny. That's how they got together. Hey, do you like samurai movies? <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, Uncle Eli, man. I was like, what the fuck? But he just ended up uh, cracking me up. Uh, per, and Pat Morita, <laughs> Pat Morita is sitting there waiting three years for his girl to come back. Uh, you know, in the cafe. But it was just another bizarre, but yet hilarious, like what the fuck is happening? Okay, this is kind of funny moment. Character where Van Damme's like he just walks into the cafe after he gets done gunning the two the, the, the two knuckleheads down. Uncle Eli's like, hey, don't forget to get rid of these bodies, right? And he goes into the cafe, and then Pat Marina's like, hey, you were set by my girl, weren't you? And Van Damme turns around, and he's like, just looks at him. <laughs> he's like He's like, I'm a handyman. That's my the trade.
1: Way, so it's kind of like saying, you know, like, just say yeah, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah, because Van Damme's like, uh, yeah. Yeah. How long was that googly-eyed moment where they met when uh, Van Damme first walked into the cafe? It was
1: pretty so- long. Like To me, that was just kind of like almost like a love at first sight type thing. And I didn't really think anything more of it. But my wife's just like, why is he looking at her like such a creep? I'm like, oh, okay. That's a different
0: take on it. But <laughs> Man, they're, they're ready to go right there. Like, yeah. so, like just naked gun, son. Just grab it. Just rip the clothes off right there. And they're ready to go. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, yeah, so Pat Morita goes up to him and he's like, he's like, I'm a handyman. And Van Damme's like, okay, I didn't ask, but okay, you seem like a nice guy, you know? He's like, whatever you need, I can do. And then Van Damme goes, he didn't say what, what, what trade of a handyman he is. he yeah, just do anything, man. he just do anything. And then okay. Van Damme's like, follow me. So Van Damme <laughs> has Pat Morita, follow him to the two dead bodies. Remember, this is the movie that got the standing ovation. <laughs> he has Pat Morita follow him to the two dead bodies and goes, "I need you to clean these up, right?" And then Pat Marina looks down and not like, "Oh my god, this is a fucking double murder! Holy shit! Like, what the fuck did I walk into? Oh, don't kill me, right?" No, Pat Morita's straight up gangster. He's like, "Oh well, I didn't like these motherfuckers anyway." <laughs> they kill this dog, man, and then he kicks the dead body. <laughs> and he kicked both dead bodies. He kicked the first one and walked over here. He's like, "Oh, there's another one." Kick that guy, too. He's like, I'll take care of it. I'm like, dude, what the fuck is happening, and why is this hilarious at the same time? Again, a theme uh, throughout this movie. Oh, man. You think
1: it's more out there than, like, Double Team and Knockoff, or not necessarily? (sighs) No, It's close, man.
0: It's not as out there as Knockoff. I mean, 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 Knockoff is probably the lesser of the three. Uh, Double Team is pretty out there double teams out there double team has a little bit more satisfying action though yeah, yeah um exactly. but it's weird it's both it's just bizarre it's like was this meant to be funny or not you know I mean obviously there's some scenes in this movie where it's meant to be funny and there were scenes that were meant to be funny and in, in, uh double team but weren't you know but just cheese fest but it's you could weird. laugh you can laugh at how bizarre double team is I
1: mean, the thing is like, so it's not a comedy, but it kind (laughs) of, I mean, I don't think it is. It kind of like, it's one of those movies where like, it tries to be funny and it almost tries to be a comedy, but it's not really a comedy at all. So it's, it's kind of hard to categorize, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's why I'm kind of struggling a little (laughs) bit here. (laughs) But again, like, again, here's another random, random scene here. Like, Van Damme's walking out a little bit later in the movie, and you got Pat Morita hanging out with Eli. And if you ever wanted to see Mr. Miyagi say, I bet you he gets a lot of pussy. (laughs) (laughs) And Uncle Eli's like, yeah. (laughs) And and then... And I'm then like, my, what my is wife comes in.
1: My yeah, wife comes yeah. in and says, "Is that what old guys talk about?" <laughs> I, I said, "I'll let you know when I'm old someday."
0: <laughs> is that what old guys talk about? Oh shit! I mean, I guess. They hey, that old woman. Somehow, right? That old woman. That religious one. Hey, that old woman was a peeping tom. She wanted to. Go, she wanted some live action porn up front. Well,
1: speaking of that, though, like, yeah. so do you think she just went there? specifically to watch and be a peeping tom or do you think she wanted to knock
0: on van dam's door oh she wanted some van damage
1: that's what i was thinking because
0: she was doing her was hair kind of gross, but she was doing <laughs> <laughs> she was looking at her hair she was like all right i'm good to go uh, honey take a pill and go to bed a <laughs> little slow drink of the drink she went over there she had something in the back so she probably had food for him or something yeah uh, I don't know, but yeah, she went there. She probably to get some a uh, little bit of a little bit of guile action there. She wanted a sonic boom. She wanted a sonic boom. Yeah, but yeah, she saw the little threesome action in there, and she was like having a good time. And yeah. when, And again, what the fuck went to hilariosity? Because right after that moment, she like opens up the bottle, and once she realized it's a threesome, oh, she grabs a straw, <laughs> puts a straw in the bottle, starts sipping. They like, having a good time. I'm like, this movie's so weird, man. But and, yeah.
1: and then there's like a tender moment between her and Van Damme where when he leaves, he sees yeah. her like passed out on a mattress outside the window and like puts that blanket over her.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He's all like, you know, I think he's like, here you go, nice lady or whatever. <laughs> he covers her, but she never knew it was he did that. But it's so weird, man. But yet <laughs> entertaining at the same time. But yeah. Yeah, Pat Morita and uh, Uncle Eli saying that dialogue. I was like, "Oh my god, this is this is ridiculously hilarious." <laughs> uh, let's see what else we hear. Oh, so now Van Dam's, you know, up in his game here. Finds out where a lot of the knuckleheads are at this. Kind of like, kinda like was it was a club slash whorehouse. It was kind of hard to tell. Bar. Kind of hard to tell because I don't know if they like force those girls to dance or if
1: they were like strippers. Right,
0: right. Hell, you know. Oh, we got soup chat. What's up, Bo? Thanks for the soup chat. What's good, fellas? Did y'all know the desert heat got a better audience rating on Rotten Tomatoes than Nowhere to Run? Whoa! I did not know this. Yeah, that's uh, that is whoa. How <laughs> whoa. Nowhere and to remem- run, is solid man. Remember, I still haven't seen it yet, so I want to. I was trying to watch it with you and uh, Tony, but uh, you know. Oh wait a minute, there. you. So I thought Tony never, obviously, never seen Nowhere to Run. You never seen Nowhere to Run? Uh, no, I haven't seen it. That's why I wanted really? to watch it with you guys. Wow. I thought he saw it. He didn't see it either. Um, I'm not sure. I know where, it's been a while, but yeah, I know we were trying to all get together and, and, talk, yeah, and Watch it and then talk he about it. Was gonna watch it
1: last week. I was gonna watch it. I told him I'd watch it with him on the well, not watch it, but talk about it. Talk about
0: know? it. Yeah, yeah. But, well, we still can. Now that it hasn't happened yet, maybe I could sneak it in now. <laughs> it's just scheduling conflicts, man. We're like we're all over the place here. Yeah, yeah. I know how yeah. no, that is. Big. But it's fine. We'll we'll make it happen. We'll try to. If like if you do it with him or before me, fine. Just do it, and then I'll just watch it on my own, and we can talk about it later. Uh but yeah, uh wow, this is high. That deserves the
1: uh high, quite a bit higher. Uh Nowhere to Run does.
0: So if it's higher, then that means technically we could put Nowhere to Run on the next is it really that bad episode. I mean the score. I mean
1: if it got that low, you know, I mean that's wow. crazy.
0: I gotta take a look at it. But thanks for the thanks for the shout out, uh Bo and, and the information. Uh but yeah, where are we at here? Okay, so he takes out some dudes. At the, at the, uh, what's call, At the club, or the bar. Bar. Because they're messing with these two blondes, they're being dicks, they're being assholes. So Van Dam walks in and he goes, can't we all just get along? You know, he just shows up there. And I like hey, his little, that's I like his little, cool. sh- I like his little jump to the side shooting action. Cause yeah, usually, that would be kind of a cool scene. Yeah, usually, you know, like for Chai Yun-Fat and John Wu movies, they jump to where they're shooting. He did the opposite. <laughs> he he didn't like that, <laughs> which probably made it harder. Everything's got to gotta them. be
1: different in this movie. That's why. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah.
0: But yeah, he took those guys out, and uh that was a nice little action sequence there. And of course, you know, the took the blondes with them. They got in the truck. I took them home, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got in the truck, um, but I, but they had that that weird camera angle where they're like, "Can you take us with you?" And then Van Dam looks down, and then there's this camera angle behind the girl's leg. <laughs> for a long, for like eight seconds, and I'm like, is that supposed to be sexy? Like, what? <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. You think, you think, if you know, it'd be one of those, hey, little wink at the camera. Well, sure, get in the truck, and then they show another part of the lady. I guess if they're trying to be explo- <laughs> if they're do. trying to be exploitive, like you know, if they're trying. If that's what they're trying to do. But I'm like, why are you showing her right? Thigh, <laughs> like is, was she not in frame? And it was supposed to be an ass shot that Van Damme was looking at. Like, why? Okay, all right, we're just looking at her thigh, her right thigh, for like eight seconds. Okay. Anyway, so they get in the truck, and that's where our Yojimbo action happens. So they got the the biker gang versus the Doctor Giggles gang, right? With the with the with the sons, and then they th- that was kind of rushed. I felt. I don't know why, but it was like soon as they started chasing Dr. Giggles in the car and his sons, there was just some random explosion on the side. <laughs> cut. Oh, I guess we got him. And then the next <laughs> shot is them, you know, Dr. Giggles going, hey, were you everybody okay? Okay, let's go get them.
1: Yeah, that, that then- was kind of rushed. That, that's a good point. Now, when Van Dam's cut butt did cut it down to, I think, which the runtime is only what, 95 minutes? So I guess the original cut was quite a bit longer. So maybe that's one thing Van Dam didn't think we needed. But right. we did need that, you know, thigh shot earlier. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's right. Random thigh uh action. Uh but yeah, that was just very it was just kinda kinda quick. You know, I was just like, oh boy. Um, let's see here. All right. So he shoots those guys. We have the <laughs> we have the hilarious threesome where she comes in there and she's like, I just wanted to thank you personally. No, she goes, Thank you disrobes. Van Dam goes, you're welcome, disrobes. <laughs> so you get double the butt shot for everyone. There's, there's eye candy for everyone in this movie. I think
1: that was the last time Van Dam probably showed his butt in a movie, right? I don't keep track of Van Dam. <laughs> Ben, but just, as you was but, uh, getting older, I don't think the women probably wanted to see it as much. I don't know,
0: <laughs> or maybe he's maybe he's not as confident. I mean, he's still in ridiculous he's shape. He's still in
1: really good shape. That's maybe, true.
0: Maybe the ass is saggy. I don't know. You know, I don't know. <laughs> he's like I'm still ripped and buff, but uh, <laughs> you know my my ass is a little wrinkly, so I could nothing I could do about that. Uh, (laughs) But yeah, it was kind of funny, you know, he's having fun with her and the other girl comes in. She goes, oh, you're busy. She she walks out and he's all like, no, you're next. Come on. She goes back in there. It was so it was again, what the fuck leads right into hilariosity. Yeah. With religious grandma on the outside dripping you know, drinking out of the straw. Which the- you
1: know it's interesting though, because he kinda had like that love at first sight scene with, with the wait- uh the waitress, and my right. wife's like, I thought he really liked that other girl. I'm like, Well, they're not dating or anything. right? you
0: know Yeah, he didn't he didn't they promise, just want to thank
1: him know. and what's the big deal?
0: Right. It's <laughs> like it's it's you know, she's probably having fun too. <laughs> you know, hopefully not with the ball headed dude in the back. Now, was that Jamie yeah. Presley's brother or who was that idiot? I, th- I think it was because we needed a the, I know the, the
1: he, older guy okay. there was like his dad. I think they it was like a family run business, so
0: Right, right. Okay. Yeah, that, I hated that guy. Yeah. I know he I know well, he blew, blew up. Old. I know he blew up, but he, he needed we needed a little bit more violent death for that idiot. But <laughs> <laughs> but it's fine. Uh, but yeah, you know, googly eyes earlier, so you know, you know, later in the movie, it's going, they're going to get together. You know, it's sure. just a matter of time, man. It's just a matter of time. Um, but yeah, gotta love Uncle Eli, man. Kill them all, kill all of them. Do you watch Seinfeld? That guy was in a really uh, good
1: episode of Seinfeld, by the way. Back oh, the
0: really? Back. No, I didn't see yeah. that one. I'm yeah. gonna, have to, I'm gonna have to go look it up now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think Kramer and Newman were trying to. Basically, sell his uh, record collection because he's sitting on all these records, you know. Oh, think, all right. Yeah. Okay.
0: Okay. Well, I'm gonna have to check that out. That's uh, good. But <laughs> when before the the Ojimbo moment happens, we have Doctor Giggles sitting in the car with his sons, and again, random, out of nowhere, Dad. <laughs> Why you always pick on me and, and Petey or me and whatever, my other brother in the back, but you don't pick on little guy, little little Jimmy, whatever his name is. And he goes, because we're just going to call him Jimmy for now. Sure. Because I made little Jimmy with your mom out of love. No, no. I made little Jimmy with his mother out of love. <laughs> He's, That's it. That's all he said. He's like, well, what about us? <laughs> and he goes, he says something like, Well, oh, man, it was something like, well, I I had fun fornicating with other women when fornicating was fine. (laughs) (laughs) So, fuck you guys.
1: (laughs) I was out of nowhere. I was like. (sighs) And then he tells him to get over it.
0: Yeah, get over it, yeah. Get over it. Oh, my God. (laughs) Random. Yeah. And then we have our biker gang attack, and then we fast forward to the the Yojimbo moment where there's like a little, (laughs) yeah, little, uh back and forth between both gangs and then what happens oh the the oldest son had enough of the dad basically belittling him all the time and he kind of kills the dad he kills the dad. He yeah the dad's he did the moment man
1: i mean i don't know if he necessarily tried it. it was more of like a oops type thing i think
0: was it because right before he broke his neck the dad goes you're not strong enough
1: well i mean I you don't have the kind of balls on, or, or, but uh
0: yeah <laughs> maybe was, a,
1: actually. i thought it was kind of like a oops um You know, but Trejo returns in that scene. So here's the weird thing and the confusing thing, because I guess at the beginning he was like a hallucination, right? So when the three brothers came there, like he wasn't even around, even though Van Damme was having a conversation. He
0: was was in Van Damme's head. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, but then it seems like he's a real guy when he takes Van Damme to his house that I don't think he ever got the postcard at that I mentioned.
0: Right, (laughs) right, right.
1: But the, and then again he seems like a real guy yeah. on, on this scene because he gets captured and Van Damme has to rescue him. But apparently right. he's not really a real guy, at least in the Coyote Moon cut, he's more of like a guardian angel type figure. Like a really so he's not really a real guy, uh even though it seems like he is. So that, he gets, that's what's he really gets captured
0: about the movie. But he gets captured unless they that's what I'm saying so. Maybe they reshot I think in that this scene.
1: Cut, he kind of is a real guy
0: <laughs> oh my goodness yeah because oh goodness.
1: even even later um because he does die so later like when the waitress goes to his house when oh van yeah Damme she there, yeah he
0: is yeah i guess that she confirms that he's a real dude
1: but apparently she was supposed to say you know when van Damme says johnny's dead she was supposed right. to say that's impossible he died 10 years ago so that would have been in the Coyote Moon cut, but because Whoa. Van Damme reshuffled and edited things, it's just kinda confusing. Because
0: wow, that makes a lot more sense there. So thank you for yeah. clarifying that because while watching the movie, I was always I was thinking, you know, it kinda would have been cool if he's in his head. Thing's That's not what John there.
1: Allison thought. And, <laughs> That's why he wanted you know, his name off the movie wow. after after Van wow. Damme, you know, changed it. But
0: Okay. Wow, that's that's hilarious. Standing ovation, hilarious. man. Wow. But here we can talk about that scene. I was like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Danny Trejo's character, Johnny. <laughs> so, so basically got both gangs put it, you know, pit put the, pitted against each other. And they got the whole war going, yo, Jimbo style, right? And then, you know, Trejo appears behind them. And then they have this dialogue. He's like, "Hey, man, fuck this. Go go back to the blue-eyed girl, have some kids, man." And he's not like, no, no, it's not for me. I'm, I'm on a mission, blah, 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 blah. I'm on a mission from God, right? Then, then he's like, do you like barbecue? He's like, yeah. So he starts shooting and explosions and distractions and all that. But the, here's the thing, though, is that he, he, it seems at the moment, going with the Van Damme cut, not the <laughs> other cut, it seems like Van Damme kind of had a plan already. Because he's like, look, this is what I want you to do. I want you to go over here cause this distraction, do that, and then while they're distracted, then you get the fuck out of there, and then I'm going to come around and do my thing. It seemed like he already had a plan. Yeah. So it made absolutely no sense for Danny Trejo to knock Van Dam out. <laughs> and for a second, I was like, oh, is this a twist? Is he actually one of the you know, part of the biker gang, or is he part of the Hogan gang, or something? I was like, is this a twist here? Like, no. No. He just knocks him out and he just goes, and then he becomes the hero. He starts swinging down like Chuck Norris and in in the uh, Delta Force, swinging down while blasting, Uzi blasting. And then he just gets captured right after that. Oh, okay. Because I thought that's it was going to
1: be. So is that his way of trying oh. to like, protect Van Damme, thinking Van Damme would be unconscious the whole time? Well, no, it wouldn't make sense because then the Hogans know the Van Damme characters after them. So that's they would still right. have to look for that. Yeah, again, that's why it's.
0: Yeah, I it's was like, confusing. "What are you doing?" It's <laughs> like you. It was like Van Damme kind of had a plan. It maybe it probably could have worked out. Like, it sounded like a plan. Yeah, and then and then they hang him, and then then the noose comes loose, <laughs> and then yeah, he falls no, down. You idiots can't do not. anything right. <laughs> and then they end up shooting him. I was so this movie's so bizarre, man. And then Van Damme comes down there, shoots a whole bunch of dudes, kicks a guy off his motorcycle. I enjoyed that. I like that. Nothing like the
1: kicking hard target when he kicked the dude off his motorcycle. That was way well, cooler. Well, way hard, cooler. That's
0: hard target. <laughs> this was a watered down <laughs> version
1: of that. <laughs> this was a script to video version yeah. of that.
0: <laughs> it's so it's so weird, man. I was like, what? Why? Why did they do that? Like, what? What is the point of that? <laughs> oh man. Oh boy, uh, but let's see here where are we at now. Okay, so he's he's dead, and. Uh, Blonde, blonde eyed uh, girl comes up and she's all like, He's my friend, blah, 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 blah. let's work together. They they uh, make out a little bit. And, you know, that's how you celebrate your friend's death, right? And make out with a hot chick, right? You know, the pieces the <laughs> senses, <laughs> <laughs> right? Then he goes back to uh, Uncle Eli take all the ammunition shit you need and kill them all and let God sort them out. And uh, that happens. And then we kind of have our finale. So, one of the backtracking earlier when, when the son, the oldest son, is beating up Doctor Giggles, and they're arguing and you know fighting and uh, no, no, after he kills him and then the sons are all fighting each other, the youngest yeah. and the oldest, and then it cuts to again bizarre. It cuts to the leader of the biker gang going, "Ooh, I'm glad I ran away from home when I was young." <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh. And yeah, so then we,
1: that family drum in his life. Yeah. So <laughs> then we
0: have our finale, right? We have the biker gang teaming up with what's left of the Hogan gang. And uh, it's it, it was nice to see the little B characters fighting back. Usually a lot of times with westerns and samurai films, they're so scared of the bandits or the the evil samurai that they'll let the hero do it and they won't even thank the hero and he'll walk away in the sunset and limpin. A lot of times that happens or the, you know, the hero will finally convince them and, and then they'll help the hero fight back. Behind, you know? I'm sure. Yeah. Kind of like Magnificent Seven, like the, 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 the people there and Seven Samurai, same thing that they're, they're the, the villagers were hesitant at first and at the end, they're like, fuck it, we're going to fight back. <laughs> so they kind of fight back. So you got Pat Morita doing this thing and, and, uh, Eli and the, the owner of the club sliced some dude all the way down, came out of nowhere. Yeah. I was like, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> And the religious lady who had snakes. She like threw a snake on the leader of the biker gang and it was it was nice that they were trying to uh fight back in the movie. Unfortunately, I don't know, man. Like I I feel the whole action finale sequences could have been a lot better. I mean, who knows? Maybe they ran out of budget, you know, who knows? But it seemed so fast and it was over. Like it's like, come on, let's let's take some time here. Let's wrap up the body count. Let's have Van Damme guns ablazing on a whole bunch of dudes. A little bit more action, right? His fight think- against
1: the last guy was pretty good. And like I said, they set it up with the F-15s, you know, coming from behind the guy. But the thing is, like Van Dam was getting his butt kicked by that guy when Van Dam was sober at this point. The guy was still beating up Van Dam. The thing that didn't make sense, like, so he's got this machine gun with him as he's kicking Van Damme's ass. He could have just easily killed Van Damme. That
0: was my problem with the fight. Like, but he's then, holding the Uzi the whole time. Yeah. Like, dude, just shoot him.
1: <laughs> but then Van Damme ends up getting the Uzi. And yeah. then he pulls like a Rambo 2 where he just kind of unloads the clip. It's yeah. like, you could have just killed this guy. All these other guys are dead. Yeah. Why not just kill this guy instead of giving him an opportunity to, uh, which he, you know, reloaded the Uzi and tried to kill Van Dam again. Right. And then, and then the blue eyed girl, you know, basically was going to sacrifice her life and save Van Dam.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And then he said and, he loves her. Yeah. <laughs> and they had kids and uh, that's it. Yeah. No desert so heat no he to too.
1: But, <laughs> no, it's funny because again, so my wife chimes in, she's like, they don't even know each other. I'm like, they, they got an hour and a half. The movie's an hour and a half. Like, he waited till the end of the movie before he said, I love you. And she did basically save his life. So, you know,
0: and <laughs> she lives in an area where it fucking sucks. So it's kind of like, Hmm, what are my options around here? Uncle Eli?
1: Yeah, there's pretty slim pickings too. So <laughs> oh, this, oh,
0: Van Dam grand, walks in. Take in me, Vanda. take yeah. me. I mean, come on. It's not, come on. Look at the area she's in. Come on. <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, I I did enjoy. I mean, some of the action was okay, but I liked how he rigged some bombs. But it would have been cool to see more of that, right? Sure. Just a little bit uses military background, and he had tons of arsenal. Eli yeah. had the had everything for him. It would have been cool to kind of pull him, pull a little John Rambo here, run around, <laughs> be stealthy, kill some more dudes. You know, like a little bit, a little bit more. I mean, the action's fine. It's fine, but like. But, yeah, the, the end final fight here. There he goes. Yeah. Uh, there was a – I like I like the kick, the running kick, of course. You know, you're Van Dam fan. I love the running kick. He did a, a pretty cool uh, hurricane Rana. Nate, uh Did he break that guy's neck? He well, guy, real, like, jumped.
1: Real, quick, though, real quick. Oh, yeah. no, no. that I know what you're talking about. That was really cool. Yeah, I think yeah. he, on the dude, he like, um, put his
0: legs around the dude's neck and flipped him that over. That was
1: pretty cool. Yeah. But going back to – that kick you just had up a second ago.
0: Which one? The first one?
1: Uh That jump in. It's almost like a combination of a like a sidekick slash drop kick. And I yeah. think even though they didn't show it, like he didn't land on his feet. So it was almost like that landing was like a drop kick, right? Where he just lands yeah. on his side. That was yeah. kind of a bizarre one. We yeah. haven't really seen that. We usually you know. see his jumping in sidekick to the face. This was like a, a hybrid.
0: Yeah, it was like a drop kick. It was like a jump kick to a drop kick. Yeah, it was, it was like weird. a boom. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but I mean, it's the action satisfying enough if you're. Yeah, it's a good time waster type of action, right? You want the bad guys to get theirs and stuff, you know. But uh, if you're if you're if you're watching this expecting a great Van Damme Western, you could do better. And it's called Hard Target because <laughs> Hard Target's a Western. It is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a modern day Western. Uh, but a quick question before we kind of wrap it up here. I'm having fun, a blast, of course, talking with you and hanging out with you as always, but quick question. Do you think I mean obviously now Van Dams has matured as Van Dam has matured as an actor. He's actually a legitimately good actor now. Oh yeah. Around this time, do you think he was going method? <laughs> or <laughs> or we had a little bit of a mixture of I'm playing a drunk, but I'm still kind of struggling with some substance abuse because there's obvious facial. You can look at his face in some scenes where he's not where he's supposed to be sober. And look <laughs> like look at the shot right here. Dude, look at he is he is gone. Like I look, think he he's is going
1: gone. method, man. <laughs> <laughs> You know, here's a really interesting thing about <laughs> I mean, this movie. Look at this shot.
0: <laughs> Come on. Yeah, he was uh, he was supposed to be sober in this shot. He was supposed to be sober going down there to fuck dudes up. What is this? It's so bizarre. I had to man. ask you. I had to ask it's, you.
1: It's bizarre. But here's a r- weird thing of like art imitating life. So his character in the movie, you know, is like at a crossroads at this point in his life, and so is Van Dam's career. You know, like yeah. Because I, I know, um, I don't know if they shot this before Universal Soldier the Return or after, because I know I think, they sat on the shelf for like a year.
0: Okay. Well, I think on IMDb, they have them both as 1999.
1: In, in but I think yeah. Universal, they, they shot after, even though it was released before this. So, okay. and I now and I remember like that was supposed to be his big comeback. And, you know, I was there opening weekend, yeah. nobody else was. Hopefully you were, but...
0: Uh, we're talking about, you know. You're talking about The Return?
1: For, for The Return, yeah. Okay, I saw weekend.
0: that in theater. I did.
1: I did. Okay. I mean, <laughs> Great soundtrack.
0: I have the soundtrack. Well, you know what's uh, funny?
1: Because I remember seeing in the theater, and, um you know, so the director of that was like a, a stunt coordinator, I guess. Okay. It wasn't like a real director. And it just kind of felt like a video game. And I remember, you know, there's a guy made a comment during one of the action scenes, and like he's like, uh, just loud, so the whole theater heard him. This right. movie sucks. <laughs> you know, and like I'm the biggest Van Dam fan. I'm I'm just kinda like in my head, yeah, it kind of does.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's so I'm not, not surprised
1: it flopped, yeah. but I guess you know, Van Damme's like career is kind of spiraling down. I think this is the whole time the Chuck Zito fight happened in that scores club. So Van Damme is oh. probably kind of starting to feel not too good about himself. I and mean, this is like his last shot to be in a big theater again, Universal Soldier of the Return. And then This comes out straight to video after. So, this, in my opinion, even though Legionnaire, now Legionnaire before that did get a theatrical run, like, you know, in the rest of the world, but not like in the US. Right. But I think Desert Heat's really, in my opinion, the first, like, straight to video one, and he wasn't able to climb out of that, you know, since pretty much. Yeah. Probably the beginning of the end. The beginning of the end. Yeah, he's still making stuff. Yeah. 2021, he's got The Last Mercenary coming out on Netflix.
0: The beginning of the end for a big budget Hollywood mainstream movie theater. Yeah, what stuff. a, we what a say bad that.
1: closing chapter. But hey,
0: so this is that transition from JCBD and Expendables 2. And that's true. The that's big true. one, the big one that's ridiculously underrated hmm. is Universal Soldier Regeneration. Is insanely okay. underrated. Well, that is I'll legit. say the,
1: I'll add the bouncer to that list, and that just came out a few years ago. It's also
0: called Lucas. Yeah. I still so, haven't seen that yet, but I, really I heard good, good things.
1: Really good, really good.
0: Yeah, I heard good things. But yeah, I was in the theater and it was with my buddy for the Universal Soldier to return, and it was one of those we were just laughing, man. We were kind of having fun with the movie being bad, and we we're kind of laughing, especially with Goldberg trying to act. You know, we were just kind of cracking. I did not
1: like the fight scene with, with, yeah, with Goldberg. That's a good fight scene. I think he like kicked him inside of like a I like Michael J. White in the movie.
0: <laughs> I like Michael J. White in the movie. I wish okay. their fight was was longer. Yeah. Uh but uh they had a pretty good fight actually. Yeah, yeah. You know you know us though. We won, you know, we want the dream match. <laughs> it was with them, way better than
1: the fight he had with Steven Seagal and Exit Wounds, man. <laughs> you know, that was, that was a little weak, but
0: Yeah, well I'm sure there's a lot of behind-the-scenes stories with exit wounds. You, I'm sure we, we, we probably talked about it before, right? Like in the end credits of Cradle to the Grave. Watch I the don't... end credits Watch the end credits of Cradle. To the Grave. Really? Because I seen that once in the theater, <clears throat> and I,
1: think I left during the end credits.
0: So. The, the end credits. Is the best part of the film really because Anthony Anderson and
1: um, oh, and Sean Marl, they kind of go back and forth, they're, like
0: yeah, yeah. I think I should
1: stay for that. Now I think it was like twenty years ago, but I think I yeah, do remember. That's the that.
0: best part of yeah. that movie. Yeah, and it's they talk about eggs and wounds. It's hilarious. That's it's really funny. funny. It's really <laughs> funny. Uh, but yeah, Desert Heat. Now we we talked about the good stuff. We talked about the the bad stuff, and <laughs> it's kind of funny. After all these years, since nineteen ninety nine, it's a long time. Uh, I actually enjoyed. I was actually entertained by this movie compared to when I watched it the first time. The First time I watched it, I was like, I'm gonna fall asleep. Uh, but I was, I was, I was young and dumb. But I, I now, I wish we could see the real version now that you have uh, brought that to light. I would love to see yeah, the real Coyote cut. Moon. Uh, oh, by
1: the by the way, we never got your answer. Do you prefer Desert Heat or Inferno? As the
0: title, uh, Inferno's a cooler title, but the movie doesn't have that type of action to warrant a title yeah, like that. That's true. So yeah. I think Desert Heat's fine. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's it's I was entertained. It's so fucking weird, man. This is a bizarre movie, but I was entertained by it. It's not great. It's not a great film. I like the
1: idea a lot more than the execution by far. Yeah. Um, another thing though, when they kind of tie it up at the end, when Pat Morita's girlfriend or wife or whoever comes back to town because now it's like got a booming booming economy, right? They basically say all these people who got killed were abducted by aliens, so now you get all these tourists (laughs) come there. But yeah. So like, she just comes back after years, and then all of a sudden they're going to have a baby together. And he's like, what? 75.
0: Yeah. It was uh, Again, it was like, just uh, adding
1: to the weirdness, weirdness
0: and movie. the weirdness continues when uh, this, I had to roll my eyes, man. Like I said, I was entertained by the film and it being bizarre, but this, I had to roll my eyes at the very last shot where they're riding away. You know, he's got her on his bike and Van Damme and her riding away. And he turns and he sees Danny Trejo riding the bike that he was supposed to give him. Now, If they went with the original idea that he's just, he sees him in his head. Yeah. That actually would have been a really nice send off. That probably may have been the scene where the audience gave the standing (laughs) ovation, right? But what was so fucking dumb, even though I said this movie's entertaining, what was so dumb was that if that damn turns, he sees Danny Trejo riding, hey, hey, right? And then all of a sudden, the girl goes, "Oh there he is and then Van Dam goes you see him too don't you <laughs> I do I was like <laughs> that's so bad that was really cheesy man it re- even even if he they if went with the Van Dam cut he should he should have just seen him <laughs> right like even yeah. if it's still the Van Dam cut he, he could have saw him and been like yeah, I have great memories of my buddy. Not her. Why the fuck is she seeing him? It's so dumb. Well,
1: I mean, so he did save her from like a rattlesnake bite when she was 10. (laughs) (sighs) But yeah, it's a little weird. Um, Yeah. I'll say this. Still. So when I first seen it, when it came out on video, you know, late 90s, really disappointed. But, you know, I I wasn't fair towards it because I still at that time give me more. Of what I want, like death warrant, double impact, hard yeah. target. Let's get some cool ass slowmos, cool ass action. Yeah. But this was just such a bizarre movie. Yeah. So big thumbs down for me. But then twenty years later, after seeing the garbage he's come out with, you know, right? excluding the movies we mentioned, <laughs> but you know, like Derailed.
0: Derailed uh, can go fuck itself.
1: Yeah, you're just. Well, I'm yeah. just like, you know, Desert Heat's not that bad. No, all things considered, after what he came out with 20 years you know since <laughs> it's not that bad
0: oh man but yeah the uh yeah derailed i i i hate derailed i hate oh yeah yeah there's no movie.
1: point of doing it this, that bad this movie, on the can, movie like that yeah, it's, it's this, just
0: bad yeah this movie is just like you said earlier bizarrely bizarrely entertaining it's weird but you can laugh at it because it's so weird but you can get some entertainment out of it. I'd rather have a movie be weird but yet entertaining than be boring as all hell sure. or just horrible and there's like no redeeming value anywhere. Action, anything. So I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to give it a pass. But uh, do you give it a pass? Is it really yeah. as bad? Is it really as bad as the Rotten Tomatoes score? Is it really as is really as no? no I, I as give it
1: a pass. It's not as bad. Zero percent guys gave it.
0: Yeah, 0% critics. Like, really? Have you seen Ballistic? 0% critics and, like, I think it was 35% 35. audience. So uh, I'm going to give it a pass. I'm going to give it a pass. All
1: all the guys, by the way, uh, should, you know, upvote it. Let's try to get it in the 40s, guys.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You know, now, if you were going to rate it, be honest, under the Rotten Tomatoes rating, where would you rate it?
1: Well, when you say under the Rotten Tomatoes rating, like, am I supposed to be harder on the movie? Because I know they give a lot of movies really low scores.
0: Well, no. If you're giving it a pass, it's supposed to be higher. Yeah. 60% um, 60 is certified fresh. You may not like it as much as 60, but maybe maybe 50, 45. I would give
1: it 50, 55. It's like on the the better end of Van Damme movies. Yeah. You know? 50%. Like down here, but this is like at least on the better and not not the cream of the crop.
0: No, no, but 50%. <laughs> it'll, it'll,
1: you know, pass as... as... Yeah, yeah. Now, I high wouldn't for, recommend high 40s. it... I wouldn't yeah. recommend it before any of the movies he's come out with before that. Like any no. Van Damme movie before Desert Heat, I would probably yeah. recommend before Desert Heat. Right. But I would recommend Desert Heat over... Probably all but maybe like four movies in, in the last 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, maybe five or six. I did like the ones Sheldon Ludwig did, like The Order and The Hardcore. Like, I kind of like those ones. Those like two I have not seen. Five I have area. not seen
0: those. Yeah, those aren't bad. Those are on the list for me to check out. But yeah, so chat, Movie Dojo Army, we have given Desert Heat a pass. We do not think it is low as 0%. And thirty five percent audiences. So it gets a pass today. Nice. It gets a pass on the show, on the episode today. Now let's see what the movie Dojo Army thought about I thought about the film. Here we go. What did they vote for? Oh, look at
1: that. Should be thirty audience. Look at that. They oh, it they be yeah, they nice. agree it
0: should be higher than zero percent. That's ridiculous. Thirty-five percent. That's kind of ridiculous. As bizarre as the movie is and cheese, it's higher than that. So there you go. Movie Dojo Army gave its approval. But yeah, man, this was a lot of fun. <laughs> Sexy sumo. I gave Desert E a threesome. <laughs> that's funny. That's funny. <laughs> Well, he also
1: said, watch derailed in twenty years, you will probably like it. No, I don't think so. No. I I don't think so. No. (laughs) No.
0: No. Everything there's no value. You can't effects are horrible, the fights are horrible. The only funny it's
1: funny. People make fun of the special effects in Cyborg, you know, like when she takes her face off or her head turns and it's like the robot head. It's like those are special effects on the no budget movie cyborg blow away. Yeah. Derailed. It literally looks like a model in a cheap model train that blows oh. up. Like it's so bad. It's terrible. I think it's somebody so just bad. pocketed that part of the budget. <laughs> you know, they just like <laughs> they just pocketed that and you know, it, bought, went like, to it went to Van Dam.
0: <laughs> the budget went to Van Damme to be in the movie. <laughs> but I was just like, dude, this is like this is a paycheck film. Like this is like I need a I need a, a new Paycheck car. film, yeah. I need a new pair of silk underwears you know that's what i need uh that statue from sideshow collectibles i sent you how much was that thing i
1: think it was like 2200 bucks
0: yeah it's about how big i mean was that it's thing? pretty
1: legit they're they're limited right they only make so many of them i'm assuming i think, so. I think you should give
0: in <laughs> <laughs> that's i need your some book? donations that's <laughs> <laughs> said viking samurai kickstarter <laughs> but, yeah can, background uh, background I'll decoration what, guys,
1: fun i'll tell you what guys i know i got a lot of seagull haters on my my channel i will uh uh-huh. i will get i will i'll put it actually you know it should be like right here but i'll move this to goal stuff if i got the kickstarter for it <laughs> i think somebody earlier by the way asked what this rambo thing is this was like a best buy exclusive like the 4k set
0: oh is that the steelbooks yeah i see oh. somebody uh earlier I, mentioned that in the comments i would have bought that it. I would have bought that, uh, you know, quickly. But I already own them separately in 4K. Yeah, so I couldn't. Yeah. I couldn't bring myself to double dip. I, I could see that. Yeah, and I already got steelbooks too. But I think you should give in and uh, buy that statue, man, because that's a boy. Think about it. That's an illegitimate statue. It's not like an action figure. It's not like no, that plastic. is like it's it's match. a statue. Yeah, you get the Bloodsport one, not the Kickboxer one, right? Oh,
1: I'd have to. I mean, I love yeah. Kickboxer, but I'm the Bloodsport guy. Yep. Like, I yep. love them both, but if I had to pick one, like, what yeah. would you pick?
0: Uh, Bloodsport. Yeah. <laughs> that soundtrack, yeah. man. Kickboxer oh, had yeah. a good soundtrack, to too, like though. i
1: in the gym all the time.
0: Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. But yeah, this was a blast. What do you got going on this week? You want to plug your channel or anything coming up for the the movie dole Well, guys, and-
1: watch the video I posted today. It's why the '80s and '90s action movie stars were jealous of Mr. T. So we're giving Mr. T a lot of love on the channel.
0: I gotta watch that. Yeah, I gotta watch that. that I saw I saw the the other video when you had the gentleman on there and you were talking to him. Uh, the the taekwondo martial artist.
1: Yeah, yeah, AJ Von. And Vodka. I
0: saw the clip of him talking about. When you ask him out of all these action stars who is actually who would you say was a legit fighter or who can handle himself? Yeah. And he said Mr. T. I was not expecting him to say anything, Mr. T. Yeah, I'm not I, surprised. That's
1: he's... not a name that would have popped yeah, in my I was like, head what? the way he explained it cuz this dude by the way check out his YouTube channel. I plug it every time he's on my my, my uh you know videos but um, Yeah, yeah. So uh he's like 4th degree black belt taekwondo. Uh would be 5th, never tested for it. Extensive Dutch kickboxing, but the more interesting thing. Yeah. So he's pretty much been a bouncer like his whole adult life in Mexico and one of the uh, most dangerous clubs in Acapulco. Yeah. Uh, and then in Holland, and then in uh, in Los Angeles too. So he's got like a lot of real world experience. So I kind of take what he says like as like yeah, this is a legit dude, man.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and he's I
1: saying Mister T. I'm just
0: like doing research.
1: Do. I'm like. Yeah. yeah, Mr. T would kick ass, man.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would. I did not know any of that. I was like, whoa. I, I
1: got the craziest uh, thing, by the way. And actually, you mentioned what else I'm doing on my channel this week. I didn't even know I was going to do this video until today because I just found out. Uh, and I'm going to do a video. I don't know if I'm going to post it tomorrow, probably Wednesday at the latest. Okay. But apparently, some of the guys on my channel have been pointing out that the Stallone zone forms, people have been talking about like my Stallone videos. And apparently... Stallone himself like goes on there and kind of engages with the comments and in the thread with the video of like all the guys in the 80s and 90s like who's the real tough guy who would you know win a fight for real yeah Stallone chimed in what and and he said me oh shit yeah and he says you know he makes a good point about the kind of punishment somebody has to be willing to take yeah whereas like most of these action guys he says are sissies and would run away if they got punched in real life. Right, right. But Stallone's background, as far as you know, with Rocky two, uh, I forget. I think Duran he he actually sparred with, and then in Rocky three, Ernie Shaver, who Muhammad Ali said is like one of the hardest punchers ever. Yeah. Stallone took shots from him. Obviously, yeah. he took that shot from Dolph Lundgren. He talks about that. Sent him to the hospital.
0: Yeah, I heard you that. know
1: he broke his neck during the Expendables. So this guy yeah. takes punishment. He even let yeah. Antonio Tarver punch him in the face for Rocky Balboa. So he's got a good point, you know. And I'm sure he's got skills. Obviously, training all those Rocky movies, but yeah, I kind of think in real life, Splone is like Rocky Four. Like you have to kill him if you want to win. Yeah, and in order yeah, to yeah. do so, you got to be willing to die yourself. Like I'm going to tie that part in my video. Right? And, did you uh, Did you know
0: about this here? Hmm. Did Hogan break uh, Stallone's nose in Rocky Three? Did I, I didn't
1: hear about that. I mean, I wouldn't doubt it.
0: Oh my Sloan, goodness!
1: Stallone, I always like describe. So I always describe Arnold as like strong. Yeah, and he's got like a lot of cool records. Like he's a strong dude, but Stallone, yeah. tough. Yeah. Stallone is tougher, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, if Stallone fought, guy. I love Arnold to death. But if Stallone fought Arnold in the street, I think we, you know. We saw Stallone giving, what's called at the end of Rocky Five, giving him that elbow in the back of the head. <laughs> Come on, Stallone's it's, it's street fight if you need to. Oh, yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, you know, now, now I'm thinking of when Bobby brought that up, I'm thinking about it now that I did hear that Stallone wanted it to look real against, you know, Hogan when he was Thunderlips, baby. <laughs> you know, the ultimate male versus the ultimate meatball. Ha <laughs> ha and you can you can you could tell like like when he's slamming him and kneeing him in the ribs and all that. Like for a pro wrestling on the big screen, there's some hard hits. Like when Stallone was getting up like this and he gave him a straight elbow drop, that yeah. was like real. <laughs> like I was like, dude, that wasn't a stunt double for Stallone. He he really wanted to take those hits.
1: Yeah, no, but he's yeah. a tough dude, man. So his answer is yeah. such an alpha male answer too. <laughs>
0: You know, right, right. Like do you want to get together and discuss the Rocky Ford director's cut in the future? When oh, I mean, I, yeah, yeah. Oh, unless you want to. I, you I gotta,
1: a, I'm going to do probably a video comparing the two, but yeah, I'll be happy to discuss it, at, you know, in addition to that. Too. Yeah, we
0: can discuss it here too. Do your video on your channel and just come yeah, and show up with the Rocky versus
1: we'll Drago, I think it's going to be called.
0: Man, did you see the deleted scenes with him? Uh, in Creed two, and Dolph Lundgren actually went after it. No,
1: I didn't see that. I
0: really loved their scene in Creed two, where you saw Creed two, right?
1: Oh yeah, of course. Okay, yeah.
0: I really loved their scene in Creed two, where it was just dialogue driven, but the, you could the, there was tension, there was you know suspense there. They're sitting in front of each other in the, in the <laughs> restaurant. That was a great scene. Like they didn't even need to, uh, and they were talk, kind of talking shit in in a way, but they didn't need to fight. Because that dialogue scene between both of them was so good from both actors. Uh, but there's a deleted scene on there where there's like a press conference and stuff. And they 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 hit each other. Really? Like it like it, it, break, it gets nasty. Interesting. Yeah. So check out, if you have it on Blu-ray or 4K, There's the deleted scene on there is... Huh. Yeah. So it's kind of fun. I, of course, you know, us fans, we... Fanboys, we probably would have loved that in the movie too. Like, oh, you should have <laughs> left it in the movie. But it's fine. It's yeah. fine. Uh, but Yeah. Uh, what are your thoughts on um, the third Creed movie? with you know? There's no Stallone in it. He yeah, has passed, I mean, he has passed the torch. I don't know why he couldn't still be a trainer. I don't know why, he, but maybe. maybe I Stallone mean, I guess is,
1: it makes sense. He has
0: a break. He wants a break. You know,
1: at, you know it's funny because I was talking to somebody else about the movie. Like, I will watch it because it's going to have the feel and the themes of Rocky. You know, so Rocky kind of lives on through that, but. You know, I made the comment that I don't think Creed needs Rocky anymore. Like by the third one, and they kind of hinted at the end of the second, like Creed's ready to kind of just go his own path without Rocky. So I, I, and I told the guy that I was talking to, like, I I don't think uh, Creed needs Rocky anymore. And then uh, he, he replied, he said, you know, without Rocky, there's no need for Creed. I'm like, okay, I could see that perspective, You know, (laughs) but I don't think Rocky needs to carry him. I think, uh, Michael B. Jordan strong enough with that character. Yeah, we'll see what he does. I don't know if he directed anything prior to this that he's. This is like the first movie he's going to direct, but he's really Really. just basically, you know, doing a Stallone and just like taking control of the whole thing at this point.
0: I'm sure. I'm sure he's going to do a good job. Now, now here's the thing. thing. Storyline wise, he needs a trainer though. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Like you you can't just train himself.
1: um, So I wonder what they'll do. I wonder what they'll do, and I would love to have like Clubber Lang come back in some capacity, oh you know. But then God. again, it's almost like really right in the Rocky Coattails too uh, much because first you bring you Drago back, and now we gotta bring Mister T back. Man, he's still looking good, you know. You can totally bring him. I'd back fanboy
0: through. out. Yeah, whatever <laughs> happened to Clubber Lang after Rocky Three? Yeah, I love Rocky Three so much. I that's love, one I of mean, the greatest
1: movies of all time.
0: I love it Just so much. Like,
1: of all time
0: of any <laughs> genre, right? Like it is. It's just it gets you pumped up. Like you're like ah, oh, this is a real fight, you know. There's just like, so much so going on. Good. It's
1: crazy that Hulk Hogan and Mr. T are in it, isn't it? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but you know, you know, we love Rocky Four too. Now we love we love them all. Even I five has its, five. even even five has its moments. Yeah, my favorite part in Part Five is when he's hitting that heavy bag. Oh, that's a great scene, man. That's a, like a legitimately good scene where. He's watching Tommy fight on TV and he's not invited. And he's just sitting at home watching the watching it with the family. And even the family's like, Why are we watching his asshole? He dumped you. He's like, All right, don't worry about it. You know, he's gonna do good. He's a good kid. Hoo! You know. And then he goes over there, and every time Tommy hits someone, it hits his opponent, Rocky's in the back hitting the bag. That's really cool. great yeah. that. scene. And then right after that, I like to thank uh bootleg uh Don Don King that we got what in this movie. This movie? <laughs> yeah, and in Stallone's face, he's all like thinking he's gonna thank thank him. That was a legitimately great scene. Oh yeah, despite yeah, everything, all the broken. other problems with Rocky Five. That was a legitimately good scene. Yeah, uh, but yeah, this is a blast. I'm, I, I could talk to you all day, man. But I know you're busy. I know there's things you got to do. Probably gonna go work out for the fifth time out of the day. It's all right, man. I'm catching up to you. I got two veins to your 58. Yeah, two. So one day. Yeah, one, one
1: guy, by the way. <laughs> one guy, by the way. I got to push it up. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen a comment. He's like, um, you know, Viking samurai is not a bodybuilder. He doesn't compete. He's just a fitness junkie. Well, see, it depends how you define it. Like, I, I use the term like a competitive bodybuilder are the guys that compete. Right. But in the general sense of like, I am building my body. I do consider myself a bodybuilder. But other people may not because I don't compete, nor right, right. nor am I nearly big enough because, again, I'm all natural. So right. I was like – I don't, I think there's probably like one or two out of like 100 people that compete naturally that can do it. It's just not something yeah. you really do, and I never wanted to go that route. So I'm like, yeah, yeah I'm not going to compete with these guys using all that stuff, man. You know? <laughs> but uh, yeah. I but still no, this... consider myself a bodybuilder just for, yeah. with the actual training and the mentality and – you know, the building of the body, but just, so I use a different term, like competitive bodybuilder or just like a bodybuilder.
0: Right. right. But I'm a fitness junkie too. But that makes sense. Competitive bodybuilding and then bodybuilder makes sense. Yeah. Like Anthony Johnson, a former UFC fighter, MMA fighter. He went into bodybuilding just to get jacked. And, uh, but he never went competitive. He just wanted to train and get huge oh, punches, <laughs> and now man. and now he's back to mma fighting now is he, so he in like,
1: bellator now though i don't think he's back to the ufc is he? he's
0: he's back in bellator and the fight with him and Yoel romero
1: oh that got canceled uh, you're all out isn't he
0: yeah passed his got, medical um exam yeah he got popped and but the weird thing oh, is, what, is, what do you mean was he on drugs he didn't pass he's the test on? oh no. i thought it was
1: more like like his brain wasn't right to fight again at that age. I didn't know it was more like he he got popped for like you know pe- PEDs or something. Which, no, he, well, the thing I is, is I didn't
0: look into it in detail. But it's weird because he's saying he was taking these uh, substances. Because it was helping his eye, and I was like, "Wait a minute, what's going on?" So <laughs> if you look, eye. if you look at, it's So you're weird, saying by Zine made him fail his test. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's weird. If you look at these photos, I was like, "What the hell's wrong with his eye?" Like his, like say I'm looking straight, right? Yeah. His eye was over here. That is weird. It's weird. So you're I not, don't know if you're not, if not you gonna get get see it. a cab coming, you'll see the hook. <laughs> but you know, <laughs> I was like, did he get injured, or like, what? The that why? Is what's weird, wrong with his man. eye? And then even Israel Adesanya. <laughs> popped in and said that when they before their fight they had the stare had the stare down you know the face off before their fight and he said something didn't look right with ul's eye that's so something may, he may have been not telling people if his eyes damaged
1: mm.
0: he may have kept that like a secret but that's interesting yeah
1: by, interesting. by the way uh uh sexy sumo's a bodybuilder too uh, his, his body is uh, built of junk food yeah so he's really stretching the definition a little bit like i i don't think i was stretching it i was kind of like there's competitive and there's you know non. he's really well, stretching i'm a body it i'm a sure. bodybuilder yeah. too now i'm a I mean, bodybuilder too now identify i said sure why not but <laughs> i think he's stretching it a little bit I, I don't think i was but
0: that's funny oh man well brother this was a lot of fun Always talking movies with you, hanging out, talking movies and martial arts and all that fun stuff. Movie Dojo Army, make sure you head over to Viking Samurai's channel, subscribe. He's got a lot of fun, good content over there, very interesting content. Martial arts, movies, actors, behind the scenes, all that good stuff. Uh, Tomorrow, don't forget, got another Verbal Nectar podcast episode with, let's see, I got four horror movie directors (laughs) showing up tomorrow, all at the same time. Uh, the director of spare parts uh, for the sake of vicious and uh, a really, actually, not a horror director, but uh, documentary director for a really good documentary called uh, Nail in the Coffin, The Fall and Rise of Vampiro, which is one of the best pro wrestling documentaries I've ever seen. Really, really good. So he'll be here hanging out tomorrow. It's going to be a fun time. 6 p.m. Pacific time. Don't miss it. And uh, as always, keep being badasses. Keep working out. Having fun, being good people. Don't be an asshole. Don't be a douche. Don't be a burglar cut. <laughs> <laughs> and we see you guys next time. Take care. Don't go anywhere, dude.